Hello, 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 hello. Welcome one, welcome all, and happy, happy new year to you all from us at Story Shed, the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, grown-ups too, uh, librarians, llamas, lollipops, anyone and everyone who wants to listen. You are all welcome and thank you very 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 much indeedy for joining me and Belle and Ida later for this story shed episode number 36 every episode you will hear a new and original story written and read by little old me Jake as always my little helpers and I will have a chat about the story after we've heard it and then I will say hello to some people who have said hello to me these last couple of months actually it's been a little while since the last episode so sorry about that but here we are we are back with episode 36 if you would like to get in touch and say hello it's storyshedpodcast at gmail.com or ask your grown-ups to find us on twitter or facebook good stuff that's enough waffle let's crack on with this story shall we which is a story called mr arabiato Hmm. Join me as we push open the door to the story shed. Here we go. Story Shed, episode 36, Mr. Arabiato. Can I have my ball back, please? Tom called over his fence into his new next-door neighbour's garden. He couldn't see over the fence, but he he knew someone was there. He had heard them gardening and coughing occasionally. No, came the gruff voice from the other garden, taking Tom by surprise. Um, please, he tried. No, repeated the voice. Tom then heard the person walking off back down the garden towards the house. That was about a year ago, and Tom now knows that that person is Mr Arabiato. Mr Arabiato lives next door to Tom and his family. His mum, his mamma and his little sister Betty. Mr Arabiato lives alone. So around a year ago, Tom lost his first ball to his new next-door neighbour, He has lost another five since. That's six footballs he has accidentally kicked over Mr Arabiato's fence and six footballs that Mr Arabiato has refused to give back. Two more times after the first, Mr Arabiato has been in his garden when Tom has booted a ball over and two more times Tom has been met with a no when he asked for his ball back. Twice, Tom has actually been round to Mr Arabiato's house and knocked on the door to ask for his ball. The first time, he answered the door and then said, no, and then closed it again. The second time, he didn't even bother answering the door, although Tom definitely saw the curtains move in the front room. The sixth ball he kicked over, he didn't even bother. He knew it was no use. It's June now. Tom has just had his 10th birthday. As usual, one of his presents was a brand new football. It's Sunday afternoon and he's having a kickabout in the garden. He sets up a free kick using a couple of garden chairs and a crate as a wall. He takes a few steps back and a couple to the left. He runs up, he shoots, the ball smacks the crossbar, flies back through the air and 
into Mr. Arabiato's garden. Tom sighs and heads over to the fence. Can I have my ball back, please? No, comes the reply. But but it's new. I, I got it for my... And it just landed on my courgettes. Something snaps in Tom this time. He just feels so angry, so frustrated with this mean old man. Why does he never give my balls back? Why is he so mean? Um, give me my ball or, or, or I'm telling the police, says Tom somewhat desperately. Nothing they can do, snarls Mr. Arabiato before heading back towards his house. Tom is furious. He rages inside. He stays angry for the rest of the afternoon. He continues to be cross through the evening and into bedtime. He lies in bed and he wishes. Oh, I wish I was a I wish I was a giant. I wish I could step over the fence, trample on his stupid vegetables and get my balls back. I wish I had a bulldozer. I would drive through the fence, crush his vegetables and get my balls back. I wish I was a bird. I would fly high above the fence. I would do my business all over his vegetables. I would peck at his stupid courgettes. I would fly up to his window. I would tap, tap, tap all day. I would... And with these thoughts, these angry thoughts, Tom falls asleep. He is woken by a cool breeze on his face. He must have left his bedroom window open again. He opens his eyes and looks towards the window. He can see only sky, however. He turns and looks at the wall by his bed, but he can see only sky. He can feel a cool, hard surface beneath him. Definitely not a bed. Wide awake now, he looks all around and takes in his surroundings. He is on the roof. Not in his bedroom, in his bed, but on his roof. Completely confused, as I'm sure you would be if you woke up on your roof, Tom puts his feathers to his head to rub it. Wait, what? Feathers? What feathers? Tom's a boy, a human boy. He doesn't have feathers. Tom looks down to see a... A pair of... a pair of... wings? He stands up in utter shock, stands up on a pair of thin, clawed yellow feet. He turns around to see a plume of bushy tail feathers. He spins around feeling entirely discombobulated, so discombobulated that he stumbles and slips, slips and stumbles before rolling down the roof. Clattering towards the edge, Tom's heart races a thousand beats a second as he falls from the roof into the air. But naturally, instinctively, he spreads his wings and before his thoughts catch up with his body, he is flying. He's actually flying. He's flying above his garden, over the fence, over the road behind his house, over house after house, over fields and trees, over oblivious cows and tiny rabbits, over streams, over flowers and lettuces, over hedgerows and tractor tyre marks. He's flying. The wind is rushing past him. He is actually flying. And then he has a thought. Mr. Arabiato. Tom turns mid-air. He sweeps back, back the way he has just flown, back towards his house. Well, the house next door, to be more precise. He 
hovers over Mr. Arabiato's garden. He swoops down, and I'm sorry to say, listeners, I am sorry to say he pecks at and pulls out the courgettes and the carrots. He tears at the tomatoes. He claws at the cabbages. All that anger that he had been feeling comes out. It rushes through his beak. It fizzes in his claws. Next, Tom flies towards Mr. Arabiato's shed and perches on the thin ledge of the small window. And there, inside the shed, are his footballs. Tom can't believe his eyes. He can see his seven footballs, plus at least ten others, probably from the kids who lived here before him. Tap, tap, tap. He taps at the window. Tap, tap, tap. He wants to break it. Tap. He wants his footballs back. Tap, tap, tap. A crack appears. Tap, tap, tap. And then, from somewhere, carried on the breeze, Tom hears a piano. A soft, sad song being played on a piano. Coming from Mr. Arabiato's house. Towards the music, Tom flies. Towards the house. He perches on a windowsill and peers into the living room. And there, with his back to Tom, is Mr. Arabiato playing the piano, lost in a world of music. I didn't know he could play the piano, Tom mutters. On top of the piano is a photograph in a frame, a photograph of a woman. All at once, Mr. Arabiato stops playing and picks up the photo. He holds it for what seems like an eternity staring at the image in front of him. His shoulders begin to shake, his body moves up and down, and Tom realises that Mr Arabiato, the grumpy, angry, bitter man who lives next door, is crying. He's clutching a photograph of a woman, maybe it was his wife, Tom thinks, and he's crying. Immediately, the anger, the rage that had been filling Tom's body leaves. Mr. Arabiato isn't angry and bitter. He's sad. Tom spreads his wings and dovetails back out of next door's garden and back into his own, up to his bedroom and in through his window, to crash onto his bed and fall fast asleep. He is woken by a cool, soft breeze on his face. He must have left his window open again. He opens his eyes and looks down at his hands. Whew! Phew! No feathers. Tom, Tom the boy, heads out of his bedroom, downstairs, out his front door, into the garage and grabs his bike and then cycles off down the street. Twenty minutes later, he comes clattering back, dumping his bike on his drive and then heads next door to Mr Arabiato's, clutching something in his hand. He rings the doorbell. No answer. He bangs on the door. No answer. So he takes a deep breath and heads to the side of the house, where he scrambles over the gate, down the alleyway, into Mr Arabiato's garden, where, standing above his vegetable patch with his hands on his hips, is Mr Arabiato. Tom's heart is beating wildly in his chest as he walks over to his next-door neighbour, who turns with a start when he hears the boy coming. What are you doing? Mr Arabiato snaps. Tom holds up a brown paper bag and then takes out 
a packet of seeds, courgette seeds, carrot seeds, tomato seeds and cabbage seeds. Still with his heart racing, he kneels down on the grass and starts to plant the seeds into Mr. Arabiato's soil. For a while, the old man just looks down at the boy, looks as if he's going to say something, but then eventually he kneels down himself next to Tom and starts to plant the seeds as well. Okay, that was Mr. Arabiato. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Now I'm joined by our little helpers, Belle and Ida. Hello, girls. Hello. Hey. Okay, tell me, girls, tell me about Tom and Mr. Arabiato. Just tell me about those characters. Tom's ten years old and he just got a new football, but then he booted it over the fence. And Mr. Arabiato never gives his balls back. Mr. Arabiato's angry and he doesn't give Tom his footballs back. OK, good, yes. So Tom lives next door to Mr. Arabiato and he's an angry man and he keeps his footballs, yes? How many footballs? Seven. Good. And on the last football, what does Tom feel? How does he react? Very, very, incredibly very angry. And what does he wish for? To be a giant or to have a bulldozer and to be a bird. And which one of those wishes comes true? The bird. Yes! Can you imagine waking up as a bird? How would you feel? I would feel confused and I would feel angry too because I just want I want to lie in bed and just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so he wakes up on the roof as a bird, then what happens? He flies across people's houses. And then he flies to? Mr Arabiato's house. He pecks all of his vegetables. He pecks at the window of the shed to try and get his balls back. How is Tom feeling at this point when he's pecking at the vegetables and trying to smash the window? How's he feeling? Really angry. Why? Because he just really, really wants his balls back, but but he can't really get them. Good, okay. But then the story changes. What does Tom hear? A piano being played and a song. From Mr Arabiato's house. And then he goes to the window and sees him playing it. Mr Arabiato. And he sees him crying. Why is he crying, do you think, Mr Arabiato? Well, he was looking at a picture of a woman and, and Tom said he might think it was his wife and she died. Maybe, maybe that's why. And Mr Arabiato was sad. So how does Tom change at this point in the story? How does he change? All his anger goes and he feels sad for Mr Arabiato. Fantastic. So why does Tom forgive him, do you think? Why does he forgive Mr Arabiato in that moment? Well, because he's not actually cross, he's just sad. And why do you... Why do, It's a little bit complicated to, to unpick these emotions, but... Why do you think Mr Arabiata was keeping his footballs? Why was he? Because he's sad and his emotions come out differently, so he just keeps the footballs. <gasps> Very good indeed. Wow, yes. So maybe he comes out as anger, but really he's sad underneath. Sometimes what you're feeling isn't what you actually express. You might feel sad underneath, but it comes out as angry or shouting or whatever that is. What happened at the end of the story? 
um, Tom goes out on his bike and then comes back um, with a pack, packets of seeds and he starts planting them in Mr Arabiato's garden. And then Mr Arabiato just stands there for a bit and then kneels down, down and does the planting too. Fantastic. What do you think happened after the story finished? Mr Arabiato gave his footballs back. And they were friends. Is there a message in this story? If if your next door neighbour or anyone is angry and not giving anything back, it doesn't mean they're actually angry. It can mean they're sad about something. Excellent. Don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, lovely. Or just because they might seem like something on the outside, they're not actually like that on the inside. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you, girls. Thank you so much. That was fantastic. And I'll see you again on the next episode of Story Shed. Bye now. Goodbye. Bonjour. There we go. Thank you very much to our little helpers. Ida and Belle, fantastic stuff. Now, it's time to say hello to a few people out there who have got in touch. And since it's been a little while since the last one, lots of people have got in touch. And lots of new listeners have joined us since Christmas. So hello and thank you so much, everybody, for getting in touch. I read every message. I love receiving them. They are fantastic. They really, really put a smile on my face. So I'm going to read some messages out now from people. If I don't say your name... I'm sorry, but I did record this a little while before Christmas. So if you've got in touch since then, it will be on the next podcast that I say hello. Is that okay? Good stuff. Okay, here we go. Starting in Oxford to say hello to Oliver, aged four, whose favourite story is the Wibbles and the Wobbles. Good stuff. Hi, Oliver. Thanks for listening. From Oxford to Huntington Beach in California to say hello to Josephine. Hi, Josephine. Josephine is seven years old and loves listening to Story Shed and says, can you do a story about pigs? I will do my best, Josephine. Thank you for saying hello and thank you for listening. We're in Texas now to say hello to Zeke. Hi there, Zeke. How are you doing? Thank you for saying hello. Zeke, age six, lives in Texas and loves listening to Story Shed. Well, hello to you, Zeke. We're in Minnesota now to say hello to Gabriella. Hello, Gabriella. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for listening to Story Shed. I know that you listen on your Yoto player almost every day. Great to hear. Thank you, Gabriella, and thank you for listening. We're in Wisconsin in the USA now to say hello to Ellie. Hi, Ellie. Ellie, aged four, who says her favourite is the horse had hiccups. Good, good stuff. Thank you very much. Ellie, and thank you for listening. We're in Boston now to say hello to Evelyn and Isla. Hello, Evelyn and Isla. Twin listeners and a happy, very belated now, sixth birthday to you guys. Thank you for listening so much. Hello, Evelyn. Hello, Isla in Boston. We're in Devon now here in England to say hello to Neve. Hello, Neve. Patrick. Hi, Patrick. And Rory. Hey there, Rory, who love listening to Story Shed. Fantastic. Also listening on their long journey home from holiday. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for listening in Devon. We're on the Central Coast in New South Wales in Australia now to say hello to... To Lucy. Hi Lucy and Angus. Yay! Hey there Angus. Thank you guys for listening. They were very excited to hear there was somebody else listening in that part of Australia where they live. So that's nice, isn't it? Knowing that we have people listening all over the world. Great stuff. Hi Lucy. Hi Angus. Thank you so much for listening. 
I'd also like to say hello to Ida. Hello, five-year-old Ida, who loves listening to Story Shed. Her favourite story is Gary Ballerina. I think that's one of my favourites as well, Ida. Thank you so much. Ida listens when she's doing arts and crafts and eating her breakfast and even in the car. Great to hear, Ida. Thank you so much for listening. Hello to you. A big hello also to Elena. Hello out there, Elena. Thank you very much for getting in touch to say hello. And thank you so much for listening to Story Shed. A massive hello to you, Elena. Also, hello to Logan. Hi, Logan. And Daphne. Hello, Daphne, who have emailed in a suggestion about a story about their two dogs. That sounds like a great idea. Thank you so much, Logan and Daphne. And thank you so much for listening. A big hello to you guys. We're in Suffolk here in the UK to say hello to Orson and Emery. Hi, Orson and Emery. Yay. Thank you guys for listening to Story Shed. And they've also requested a story about a car. Good stuff. Thank you, Orson. Thank you, Emery. Hello, hello to you guys. We're in Malvern in Worcestershire now to say hello to Isla, age seven. Hello, Isla. Thank you so much for listening. It says here that your favourite episodes are The Horse Had Hiccups, Bumblebee Good and Grandad Beardless. Good stuff, Isla. Thank you very, very much for listening. A big hello to you. Isla. We're in Bromley in Kent here in England to say hello to Enzo. Yay! Hi Enzo! Thank you so much for listening to Story Shed. Often listening to stories on repeat. That's what I like to hear, Enzo. Thank you so much. It means a lot. A big hello to you, Enzo. Also now, a big hello to Theodore and his mummy and daddy and baby Reuben. Hello to all of you guys. And thank you so much for listening to Story Shed at bedtime. I know lots of people say that that's what they do as well. So thank you so much, Theodore, for listening. A big, big, big hello to you. Someone else who listens every night before bed is Colin. Hi, Colin. Just turned four. Living in Kansas City. So fantastic that you listen, Colin. Thank you very, very much indeed. A big, massive hello to you in Kansas City. We're in Oxford now to say hello to Arthur. Hi, Arthur. How are you doing? Thank you for listening over in Oxford. Someone else whose favourite is the Wibbles and the Wobbles and would love to hear a story about a dog. Okay. Uh, Well, there is one about a dog, actually. Dorothy Doggins. Check that one out, Arthur. Also, hello to Alma. Hello, Alma. How are you doing? Alma, four and a half, loves listening as she falls asleep. Oh, that's nice to hear. And hello to your little sister, Romy, as well. Hi, Romy. And hello, Alma. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Big hello to Robert, aged five. Hi, Robert, aged five. Thank you so much for listening to Story Shed. And your favourite is The Story Shed. So that's great to hear, Robert. Thank you very, very much. A big hello to you. A big, big hello also to Noah. Hi there, Noah. Thank you for your message. He says he really likes listening to Story Shed on his Yoto player. And he liked the Explorer one, the part where they're looking for the abominable purple leopard. Oh, yes. Good stuff. Thank you very much, Noah. Big hello to you. Also, big, big hello to Macy. Hello there, Macy. I know that you turned six on Boxing Day. So happy, happy. Happy birthday to you. I hope it was fantastic. A birthday on Boxing Day. How cool is that? Christmas, then your birthday. Fantastic. Anyway, hello, Macy, and thank you so much for listening to Story Shed. We're now in Virginia in the USA to say hello to Molly. Yay! Hi there, Molly. Thank you so much for listening to Story Shed every night. It means an awful lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and a massive hello to you, Molly. We're in Toronto in Canada now to say hello to Henry. Hi there, Henry. Thank you so much for listening to Story Shed. I know you had your sixth birthday in December, so I hope that was fantastic. A belated happy birthday to you and a big hello and thank you for listening to Story Shed. Hi, Henry. Somebody else with a birthday coming up is 
Oscar. Hi, Oscar. How are you doing? Thank you so much for listening to Story Shed. Another one whose favourite is the horse had hiccups. So fantastic to hear. And I hope your birthday on the 11th of January is absolutely brilliant, Oscar. Happy birthday to you. A big hello to Sam, too. Hello, Sam. Sam, aged seven, in Wallingford, near Oxford. Thank you so, so much for listening, Sam. Again, he says he loves the horse had hiccups and the wibbles and the wobbles. Great, great stuff. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so much for listening. Hello to you. Another big hello to Jude and Jesse. Yay! Hi there, Jude and Jesse, aged four and two, who love listening whilst doing arts and crafts. And I think there's another birthday coming up there as well. So a big happy birthday to you. Thank you so much and have a wonderful birthday, won't you? Hello, Jude and hello, Jesse. Also, hello to Max. Hi there, Max. I got a message from your dad to say hello, so here I am saying hello, Max. Hello to you. Thank you so much for listening to Story Shed. It means a lot. And also a big hello to Freya. Hi, Freya. Freya, aged four, who listens to Story Shed every night before she goes to bed and loves all of the stories so much that she can't pick a favourite. Ah, oh, that's what I like to hear, Freya. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and a big hello to you. Oh, and Freya suggests a unicorn story. I will do my best, Freya. Thank you very much for that suggestion. And a big hello to Bella and Leo. Hi, Bella, aged six, and Leo, aged nine, who listen on their way to school in Solihull, and their favourite stories are Isabella Umbrella, of course, and the story shed. Good, good, good stuff. Hi, Bella. Hi, Leo. Also, the name of my children. Also, I grew up in Solihull. How cool is that? What a coincidence. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and thank you for your suggestions as well. Leo would like a story about football and Bella, one about the animals that saved Christmas. Oh, I missed that one. Sorry, Bella, that might be next year, hopefully. Thank you very much. Finally, finally, it's a big hello to Lottie. Hi, Lottie. Thank you for getting in touch. Lottie is four and lives in Tuts Hill. And actually, Lottie sent me in a little recorded message. So let's have a listen. Hello, Jake. I love listening to story sheds and when it's night time I love when the girls say diarrhea because it's funny. Bye Jake. There we go, I love it. Fantastic, it put a really big smile on my face. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello to you, Lottie. Hello to all of you listening out there and as I say, I repeat, if I did not say your name and you have got in touch... It should be, it will be on the next episode when that comes along, okay? So thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day, wherever you are, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you on the next episode of Story Shed. (laughs) 